Lights out, everyone. That was my little lockdown measures. Lights out in the hour. Be controlled. <laughs> I know I said I would talk about religion and stuff on my last episode, which I was still will. That's still going on, but this is exclusive episode of Toxic Masculinity on the upcoming technocracy that's coming up. I explained this in this episode. Please listen. Um, I had a, I felt a need to get this out there. So, all right, kiki jock, end of days. So I wanted to touch on, on today's show mostly was about the economic impact of the COVID-19 lockdowns, and I'm calling it Planet Lockdown. I'm just going to give you an overall feeling of what I feel. I've done my own research. It's been about a year now. And I dig into it. Let's go. We've had the global reserve currency in the dollar. And it needs to evolve and change, but but it's long in the tooth. There's lots of unhappiness with the system right now. And the central bankers are trying to bring in the new system. And to do that, they're trying to extend the old system while accelerate the new system. That makes it a very chaotic thing that's happening right now. You know, so that's where we're at right now. I describe the new system as the end of currencies. We're not bringing in new currencies. We're going to bring in a whole entire new transaction system that's a digital system. So what they're trying to do involves all the money in the planet. It's big, it's very complicated, and it's very messy. And the challenge they have, how do we market a system that if people understood it, no one would want it? (laughs) The way you do that is with the healthcare crisis, a.k.a. the virus. You may ask, why is the healthcare crisis good for that, COVID-19? Because generally, if a few people want to confront the many... The question is, how can you, you know, how can you herd all the sheep into the slaughterhouse without them realizing it and resisting? So the perfect thing is an invisible enemy. The war on terrorism, right? All that bullshit. The invisible terrorist. And now a virus. It's invisible. You, you can't prove that it doesn't exist. It's invisible. It's bullshit. Invisible enemies are always the preferred kind of moniker that these elite bankers want to use to control us you know you produce enough fear then these people will need protection from this invisible enemy so they're using this invisible enemy to change the financial system this is an economic war they're using a phony healthcare crisis as an economic instrument to bring in a new system that's not going to benefit us whatsoever. You know, and a lot of these tactics are divide and conquer. In the meantime, if you can use the media, the propaganda machines, they'll turn men and women against each other, black and white against each other, all this stuff. And all these reasons you pour these immigrants into this country so that they can, you know, turn against the general population and they can fight and the general bankers or the government We'll step in as a mediator because now we need them for a conflict they invented. And that's how they gain power. So I digress, but that's kind of the beginning of this. It's an economic war. As we've seen in COVID-19, it allows the government to implement insane control measures. You can stop people from gathering. You can stop people from organizing. You can stop people from getting together and talking about what's going on, et cetera, et cetera. And if you, digit, if you digitize that what contact tracing, you can see who's contacting who. You know, you can basically monitor everybody with this contact tracing. You can institute 
extraordinary surveillance all around the world, all around our country, all because of this invisible virus. And you can see it's working. You know, it's working. People are scared. People, So they use this stuff to implement this new system of surveillance and control. And I don't want to throw out the notion that people aren't getting sick. And I don't want to underestimate the bankers and the government's, you know, hideousness to actually release pathogens that are deadly. What I'm saying is they're using this virus that has a 99% recovery rate under 75 or whatever it is to implement their draconian control mechanisms that will ultimately pave the way for their new economic system. And I'll explain that. Or the, the bankers are trying to buy into a solution before they can see where it's going to go. This is the transaction system that that is no longer a currency, it's a control system. And what I mean by that is, you know, all this Bitcoin, all this stuff, I think that's all, it's all been planned because once they get you on this digital currency, they can shut you off, they can shut your money off basically immediately. Yeah, so if you don't behave, that's it. And of course, as we know, we, they wanna combine this with something called transhumanism which is basically taking injections that is equivalent to an operating system in the body. I'm hooked up to this financial system by, physically with, with these vaccines and stuff and so forth. And, I, and I'll explain a little bit later, but that's kind of the just me. What are the actual effects of the lockdown measures, right? They're trying to dramatically centralize political economic control. And I can, and I can give you an example. You have 100 businesses um, and private businesses you you label them non-essential and you shut them down. Wow! At the same time, Amazon can come in and take come and take away entire market share. And in the meantime, us private citizens have to pay off their credit cards, pay off their mortgages. We're left in a debt entrapment, and we're desperate to get cash flow to cover our basic living expenses and our debt. And in the meantime, you have the Federal Reserve. You have their, they do the quantitative easing, which is basically printing money and keep taking up the money. And they're keeping, by printing this money, they're financing. They're able to keep the current system running and pay basically 0% on interest rates while we, the debt slaves, continue to pay the 15, 16% on our credit cards or whatever it is on their mortgage. You know, it's basically all set up for them to take the entire market share from private citizens um, they're labeling you non-essential they're they're stripping you away of your freedom to do business while at the same time letting amazon and all them people come in and take up all the market share seeing obviously we saw you know a lot of citizens and i've talked about this in my other podcast how we supported populist candidates duh, like trump trump was for populism right in some regard you know, he was po he was populist relative to the other candidates, right? Relative. What literally, the global capitalist class realized that they had a problem. That it could be solved by destroying the independent income of small businesses. And so practitioners and people who have independent forms of income. So if you're a doctor, you're a lawyer, you're a CPA, and you have your own practice you are generally going to support a populist candidate. The way to shut 
the way to shut down the populist candidate is to shut down their people's income support. You shut down their businesses. There's nobody to support a Bernie Sanders or a Donald Trump, right? If you wipe out the middle class and you wipe out people who are not dependent on the government and people who want to be free and people who want to make their own money by labeling non-essential, then there will be no support for them anymore. They're literally removing people and their ways of earning money by labeling them non-essential with the invisible virus to basically devour the market cap and devour those people so that there is no more middle class that will support populist presidents going forward. So the question, the question is, is the economic virus more of a financial thing or more of a healthcare thing? And for me, it, it's definitely an economic warfare tactic. It, it has nothing to do with healthcare. McDonald's is open, you know, but, but you, you can't operate your business. They don't give a fuck about your health. This has nothing to do about your health. This is a, an economic war when you look at it very closely and logically. It's not about keeping you healthy. They don't give a fuck about that. Gyms are closed for Christ's sakes, but you can go to McDonald's, Burger King, or weed dispensaries are open, liquor stores are open, but not your business, not the way you support yourself, not 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 the things that you do to sustain your life and your children's life and your family. But Burger King is open. Liquor stores are open. I, I keep saying that because if you think about it, it has nothing to do with your health and everything to do with a financial outlook and the financial outlook is to get rid of private businesses and the middle class it's an economic war and basically the top one percent we've seen global billionaires increase their net worth by 27 percent with that said this has been a very successful war economic war what you're having this kind of global capitalist class. I've talked about this before. I shouldn't call it even global anymore, capitalist. It's more totalitarian. What you're seeing is they've been able to consolidate fantastic amounts of economic wealth by deleting the income of middle class and consolidated into their companies, like Amazon, by significantly improving their wealth and power of the largest G7 countries, which is the most economic prosperity countries in the world while all the other countries continue to degrade the top one percent and the top countries are the only ones benefiting from these draconian lockdowns COVID-19 really is is a institution of control necessary to convert the planet from democratic processes to technocracy so what we're watching is a change of control and an engineering of new control systems think of this a coup d'etat it is a coup d'etat. I mean, let's be real. And, and we can look farther back in the 90s when we started seeing those, those corrupt trad, the trad, trade deals like NAFTA and all that. You can start it to see how they started to take all the industry and all the money out of this country and put it into other countries like China and other third world countries, basically robbing us of our wealth here and, and, and the middle class jobs. That started back in the 90s. And that's a whole other discussion. But that's kind of how the globalization really started, right? And they knew once they finished doing all this stuff, they would have to consolidate and change the fundamental system 
So after all this financial coup, you've stolen all the money from the pension funds. You've stolen all the money in the government. You've shipped away all the jobs. Then rather than turn the people and, and tell the people, hey, we've done all this and we stole your money, you need an excuse. So what's a perfect excuse to change the, the, the system? You have a magic virus. You know, with this virus, now we can... With the magic virus now, everything's, everything's gone to shit now. It's all because of the virus. It hasn't been us slowly depleting the country of its resources, of its jobs, of its of its money. No. It's been the virus. It, it is the virus. It's the magic virus. It, it, it's, if you're a financial person and you look at the world through the mathematics of time and money, it's quite amazing that anyone believes the virus shit. It, it's, it's perfect. Their plan is working out perfectly. Absolutely perfectly. So what is this this technocracy that we're being towards actually going to look like, right? So we can get into that right now. Well, the technocracy that they're pushing is basically, what I hate to say is transhumanism. Essentially what you do is you use injections to inject materials into people's bodies to create the equivalent of operating systems inside people's bodies. Everybody knows the idea of Microsoft to download an operating system to your computer. Microsoft, you know, a lot of other people gives you gives them a backdoor into your computer, and every month or two you gotta update it, and there's viruses, and there's back to a magic virus, right? Just like a computer always has viruses that they need to update, this is a similar system for the body. You inject the body, aka vaccine. It's essentially it's an equivalent in operating system and a receiver, and you can literally hook up everybody to the cloud. That includes hooking them up in a way to hooking them up via the transaction system in the market. You're basically talking about being able to digitally identify and track in connection with their financial transaction systems. You can track people, you can track them via this operating system. Based, there's, this is the end of freedom. It's the end of everything. And we can see that. Remember when supposedly... These crazy usurpers stormed the Capitol, right? What they did to those people, they tracked them down. And Bank of America was guilty in this. They gave the feds those. So they tracked them, first of all, by the contact tracing stuff, right? That's kind of what I was talking about earlier. This is a perfect example of it. They were able to track these all these private citizens down via their phones because of the COVID-19 lockdown stuff. They were able to pin them, whoever was in Washington, D.C. that day, whether you were guilty or not, whether whatever you were there for, they were able to see where you were, got you got your location. You were there during that usurper, whatever they want to call it. So they were able to track your financial transactions, and they sent those to the feds, and then Bank of America froze their accounts. That's and people will applaud this if you're. If you're an idiot and you're totally bipartisan and brainwashed, like, yeah, fuck those Trump supporters until it happens to you. This is scary shit, dude. If they can literally find where you've been, track your financial records, and then based on your behavior, if the government doesn't like it, shut off your money supply, um, that's slavery. I mean, we're, we're here already. And, and if you think it's a good thing, and if you think... You know, you're, I want to, I want to call you an idiot. I would just ask you to rethink things because it's only funny when it's not happening to you. 
What if you misbehave in a way that the government doesn't like? They can pin you, find out your financial transactions. The, the bank that you bank with will fucking bend over and give them all your info. And they will literally shut down your assets, your banking information. You won't be able to do anything. And that's what I'm getting at here. End of privacy. And more importantly, it, what's more important to understand, if you then institute one or more central bank cryptos, which is everyone's blowing up about it, but now you're talking about a system where every central bank in the world can shut you off individually for transactions if they don't like the way you're behaving. So people are pretty familiar with the social credit system in China. It's pretty similar. You're basically, if you install the smart grid in their grid and their community and now in their bodies, you got 24-7 surveillance. And if people don't do what they say or you don't like the way they're acting, you can shut them off. You can shut off your money, basically killing you. <laughs> and then they can, they can now with the COVID tracing thing, they can put travel restrictions on. You can't travel more than five miles. You can't do this. You can't do that. It's a completely controlled system. And it's all controlled by the central banks. And we're digitizing even the human body now. This system comes with complete control. Your ability to transact financially that's hooked up to your bank and very sophisticated mind control stuff through the, the injections, their media, and their cloud connections. And I'll get to the cloud connection and stuff. So basically what you're talking about, you're hooking up to this system of control. And this transhumanism and technocracy go hand in hand. And this is a slavery system. Make no mistake about it. You're shifting out of freedom, out of freedom to roam and to say what you want and to buy whatever you want into a control system that's monitored 24 system, 24-7 controlled. It's a mind control system. The challenge before us now is the committee that runs the world, which I'll call Mr. Globalist. He's a Mr. Global. He wants to go into a, a slavery system, and we want to remain a human. We, you know, Mr. C Mr. Global wants to go into a transhumanism control system. But if we want to remain humans with free roaming capabilities, then we have a fundamental difference. And that's where the war is at right now. That, that's currently where we are. And if you think I'm crazy, um, why is the virus filled with all kinds of, I mean, the virus, why is the vaccine filled with all kinds of shit that we don't even know about? All kinds of genetically modified shit. And, and people who trust these things, I, I can't believe it, man. You guys just trust anything. I'm not taking the fucking vaccine. It, it, you know, who knows what they're putting in your body? Why are you doing this if you're not at risk? It, it, it's insane. You know, we hear them talking about all this transhuman shit and, and people are just lining up to get this virus without even really knowing what's in it. You can call me a conspiracy theorist, but... I don't know, man. This virus, it's not even a, a traditional virus. People don't even look at the science. I'm not even going to pretend to be a scientist. But what I've heard from it, it, it sounds very sketchy. So I'm going to try to break it out here. So if you look at what's going on, we have the tech people building the clouds, which Amazon too, these clouds that are in the satellites and shit. We have the military doing the space stuff in the satellites and, and you have the operation warp speed and the satellites and then we have big pharma is making the injections full of these mystery ingredients change modify your dna type of shit for all we know they can make you fertile download programs in you who knows then you have the media pushing their propaganda their 
printing out that propaganda. Then we have the central bankers, engineering. Engineering to the crypto, to the central bank crypto system that's coming. So we have these different pillars, and it's very important when you look at what's important, what's going on today in the media, they're trying to keep them separate so we can't so we can't see how they're working together. But they're all working together. One system. <laughs> all to be integrated into your body and into your mind. And you may ask for what purposes. And to institute the slavery system, dude. And in other words, if I my if I'm gonna meet everything through smart grid and put it in your neighborhood, if I need the smart grid into your body, the question is how am I going to build it out in your neighborhood and put it in your body without you being able to see it and without you being able you're being tracked? So that's why you keep these people separate. Central bankers are separate, but it's all one. It's all one fucking team. It's, and they don't want you talking about shit like this. It, they're working all in cohesive units, right? Like I said, one, one last time, you have the tech, crypto, faggots, Silicon Valley sell out pieces of shit building the clouds that are going to store all this information and we really saw amazon really take off once they started working with the cia look it up they they building these huge cloud databases right and then you have the military doing the operation warp speed with the injections and then you have the crypto people with the central banking and then you have all the media you know prop you know keeping you disinformed misdirecting you Making it seem like these people are not all working in conjunction to control you. That's what's going on. 325 million Americans and there's more than 325 million guns. So these people are scared. That's why they're trying to keep this separate. They're trying to keep you misinformed. They don't want you to see this shit. They're scared. That's why they keep this. So if you ask, have we been put in a trap this year? The answer is yes. Economic trap. But the door hasn't shut. You know, I'm not saying we're all going to die and shit. That's why it's important to figure out what's going on. Transparency can blow the game. It's very interesting. In the beginning of the year, Bill Gates is trying to download a... I've seen articles written where they, people have written about Bill Gates is trying to download an operating system in your body. I'm like, this is bullshit. Whatever. Fuck that. You know, fucking conspiracy theory, tinfoil hat people. But... The more I'm looking into it and the more I'm putting the pieces together, and then when I read that the vaccine itself is basically a modified genetic code that can modify your DNA and or make you infertile, I was like, hmm, I started putting the pieces together. You know, and they give, these viruses are an excuse to, to these viruses are perfect, perfect excuse for people like Bill Gates and the people of Big Pharma to update these vaccines to modify them in a way that is going to further their agenda for total control over you the invisible enemy um and bill gates is a complicit in that please look this up bill gates is evil he is why, why is a tech guy pushing vaccines i mean i mean look look we don't even have to get all like you know all like technical why the fuck is a pc microsoft nerd bitch on tv Talking about you getting injected with vaccines. I mean, please, people, look at this logically, man. You know, why the fuck is he even promoting this? 
Bill Gates all of a sudden is a humanitarian and he cares about you and he loves you and you know he cares about your health and he wants you to take this vaccine because it's gonna you know you know he's real worried you know fuck all that come on man wake the fuck up fuck him little nerd ass little bitch fuck him and everything he fucking promotes and fuck his cheap ass fucking Microsoft bullshit ass software too oh my it's just unbelievable that people will fall for this shit Bill Gates fuck him why why is he again put it real simply it doesn't have to be a major philosophical argument why is a tech nerd who's basically washed up anyway microsoft sucks telling you about your health he's not a fucking doctor he's not a fucking dna engineer i don't even know what they're called why is he the front man why is he the face of it because he is corrupt as fuck and he is just a puppet for the central bankers who want to implement this new system okay so okay i digress sorry and by the way fuck bill gates i don't care if you like him or not i don't give a fuck fuck him all right moving on but you know what's funny is but if you look at this poll that i saw i saw like 40 percent of republicans and like 30 percent of people think that bill gates is out to screw them so (laughs) and he wanted to chip them so we're making progress at least man people are starting to see it you know it, it's it's crazy bill gates and then once that poll when once that poll happened bill gates kind of went away and they brought in this operation warp speed and if you look at the person who actually runs operation warp speed which i know you haven't looked up it it's an expert on oh shit injectable brain machine interface look it up he used to head research at some fucking bullshit institution. And he's a brain machine interferes expert. That is a very creepy resume for that job. Look it up. Very creepy. Why? It's a perfect resume for him, if you ask me. One of the most important th- developments in, two- in 2019. Let's go back a little bit. In addition to to the approval of going to the direct plan of the central bankers was the issuance of the Department of Defense of the Jedi Cloud contract to Microsoft. So you had Amazon receive. Amazon essentially a CIA, intelligent agency contractor. <laughs> Basically. They entered a major contracts with the CIA to provide clouds, not only for the CIA, but also but for all 17... All 17 other uh, U.S.-based central intelligence agencies, right? All intelligence agencies now have a contract with Jeff Bezos and Microsoft, right? All these fucking frontman pieces of shit, okay? And now you have Amazon running the intelligence agency contracts. This year, they hosted a big, big contract with the, um, shit, with the Navy, too. And the DOD did the Jedi contract with Microsoft. Those two huge cloud contracts give you the ability. Once, once you, so what? What those contracts do is gives you the ability to get everyone hooked up. Once everyone's injected and blah blah blah, to to run your system. So you can literally shut down all small business, basically, or almost all small business, and put everybody. And put everyone on a universal basic in- income, which is basically, not basically, it is a control system, right? You shut down small business, you put everyone dependent on the government, and you're able to track all these people via the vaccine, via the cloud, via all this shit. 
you know, and people and people may say, oh, universal basic income, it's 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 a morality thing to do. No, it's a control mechanism to keep you controlled. That's it. There is no other reason why the government wants to give you money. Okay, I just did my taxes. I owe them fucking money. Okay, they will fucking take money away from you all the fucking chances they can. But all of a sudden, they want to give you a universal basic income. Wake the fuck up, people. Come on. Come on. You know, they can do all this shit through the military clouds, which are being built by Amazon and Microsoft. So where's the direction we're headed, really? It's pretty simple. Okay. Technology gives you the ability to institute a complete control system and further centralize economic and political control. I'll give you a perfect example. The reason the African-American slave trade ended, there were two reasons. One, you couldn't perfect collateral. The banks in London kept losing money because the plantation owners, when their communities, when their commodities would slave their slave, would sell their slaves, the, the banks couldn't go get their collateral. So basically, they couldn't control their their commodity, right? If you're a slave, or you won't have to use African, any slave, right? Let's just say any slave. I just used that because it was the most recent time. But if you're a slave, back in the days, you you could be sold off, but the government couldn't control that, so they would lose their commodity, right? You could just be like, all right, I'm gonna sell it to fucking some guy out west, and the banks couldn't control that, and they would lose money. Um. So even if the slaves ran away, you would lose that collateral. The banks couldn't prove. They couldn't prove that any one given person was their slave. So they couldn't perfect collateral. So, secondly, the Haitians, where a lot of the slaves were coming, they sent several armies to the Haitians, and they couldn't quell the rebellion in Haiti. Look it up. The the Haiti people fought back really good. So now, with technology, you can perfect collateral. You can perfect it. And with space weapons, weaponry, and all this stuff that's going on in skates and surveillance, you could put down any rebellion. Any rebellion. The reasons the slave trade, which is unbelievable, profitable. The history of the world, the most profitable institution and product is slavery throughout the entire world. It's more profitable than mining, and the narcotics more profitable than than all the addictions put together so if you now have the technological capabilities to implement a slavery system then i think the mr global's attitude is let's do it let's fucking do it let's go let's do it we perfected it now technology also makes it much easier for a small group of people to get together and be very powerful. You know, if they bring in energy, or let's just say te- technology can be weaponized by crazy, uh, a crazy small group of people. The more powerful technology you integrate, the more danger there is. So, why would people want complete control? Here's the reason. Given the difficulties of feeding and managing a population that's getting ever larger... If you now have if you now have biotechnology that gives my Mr. Global the ability to live 150 years, let's just say, you can't keep that secret. 
if the wealthy are living for 150 years and we're not, then we can't keep that a secret. You just can't in the information age. So why not downsize the population, use robots for everything, and you can have a very wealthy and luxurious life without all the management headaches. You got to think of it like that. These people who control us, they're, 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 they're thinking like this. Why is population control always thrown out there? Why is robotics coming? Why are they going to take out our jobs? You know, it's basically going to be a upper class with a vast peasantry, dead slaves, with a robotic uh, working class. And I think, yes, that, that's where, what I'm seeing is, yes, that that's where they want to head towards. I, I, what's trying to happen is Mr. Global is using technology to move to a system where between robotics and software, a few people can control the many with far less headache and fear. You have to remember Mr. Global is scared of the, he's very afraid of the of the of the general public, of us, of the debt slaves. They're very afraid. If you've been keeping in the the leadership of the United States, how can we undo the secrecy? How can we actually be more transparent? You can't. You can't undo it. You can't because the liabilities are too enormous. Like if you go out and say, "Hey, yeah, we've been ripping, pillaging, and 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 corrupting for this long," and you try to show the people that, what's going to happen? You run tremendous risk that the populace is going to rebel. They're afraid. They're afraid of the general population, and the history of governments is the general population occasionally does turn against leadership. So they know. They don't want to come out and tell you the truth. There's no incentive for them to do so. They're guilty. So they're going to keep lying. They're going to keep hiding all this stuff. <laughs> so voting fraud has always been there. All right. But it's never been as blatant as it was this election. They could not stop the Trump landslide without COVID-19. That's just facts. How much? Mm, let's see. How much of the timing of the COVID-19 fake virus is designed to basically stop a populist president from becoming president, right? And 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 honestly, the more I look into Trump and the and the stuff he's done too, I mean, he's populist relative to the other candidates, right? He's he's more inclined to do this centralization of the crypto stuff as well. I mean, he's not he's not overly an angel either in all this. But at least he's more populist. You know, but he's more of the more of the Americans people way of saying fuck you to leadership. So it's very important to get rid of Trump, which they're trying to do and they will do. But they used massive voter fraud to do it. But they used the fraud in a way that's very obvious. The fraud is obvious and it's off the charts the fraud. So now they're turning to the population. They're trying to turn the population into a cult. And we have to pretend this guy, Joe Biden, is a president when he's not. I mean, <laughs> we have a fake virus, a fake president, and a magic political system that's being controlled by a, a, a fake virus. It, it's all fake. It's all fucking fake. <laughs> We're living in bizarre world, dude. We literally are. I'm, I couldn't believe I'm, even what I'm talking about right now. Like, me talking about this stuff is like, damn, this is where we're at right now. And, and now it's the middle of the road is gone.
There is no more middle of the road. You either believe the truth or you believe in this cult-like fakeness with Biden and the globalists. And, you know, if you don't think there's anything weird about Bill Gates pushing this vaccine or how the vaccine has all kinds of genetically modified stuff and that you believe that the virus is out there going to kill you if you step outside without a triple mask, you know, that kind of cult-like believing you know, that there's a side for that. And then there's a side for freedom and for truth where you look at it and say, Joe Biden basically used voter fraud to get elected. The triple mass shit is just more humiliation control tactics when in fact I have a 99% recovery rate if I'm under the age of 75. Um, stuff like that. Either you believe in truth or you believe this cult-like nonsense that's being pushed by the other Mr. Global side. And that's where we're fundamentally at as a country. Uh, there's no more middle ground. And that's why, you know, I, I stopped talking about politics for, for a while because I realized at, at, at that moment that there, there's no winning. There, there's, you know, you're either on, there's two sides, and I've talked about this before, there's two sides. And the sides are only getting more further apart. There is no middle ground. You have to choose what you want. Either you want freedom and the truth, or you want your cult like. You're just going to turn on your TV and listen to what CNN says. And that's fine. You can do that. I'm not saying you're, you, know, you shouldn't do that. I personally don't care what you do. But I'm just trying to articulate that the middle ground where, you know, where a lot of people are trying to stay at. Where well, masks are good because, you know, it'll help you, you know, stay safe. Why not just wear a mask? <laughs> no. That side to me is dead. And if you're that kind of person, you need to grow a spine. You need to pick a side because... No, I don't have to do what you say just because you don't want to pick a side. If you want to be with the left cult stuff, fine. Or not even left, because I don't believe in left or right anymore. If you want to believe the cult-like stuff you're being told by the players, by the media, the propaganda machine. If you believe in all that propaganda, then okay, fine. But I'm not, and a lot of people are not. And it's going to come to a head at a certain point, and I'm just trying to articulate that. All right, let's go to the rights for me to further explain this. When the riots began, and the leadership took the position that you couldn't go to church because of the inv invisible magic virus, but you could go to the riots and protest, I, you know, I, I went online and started to really dig deep into this riot stuff. And if you, and if you go to this database, COVID-19, COVID-19 or whatever, I looked at a certain, a certain, where are the riots happening, right? Looked at the state and the city and whether the governor was Democrat or Republican and what the COVID cases and deaths were. And then we're going to check a box where riots have been. So I started to look at the pattern of the riots. So here we go. So why why did I look into this? There's something wrong. It, it, and I'm going to try to articulate it in the best way. Okay, so there's 12 Federal Reserve Banks with branches. So there's 37 locations of Federal Reserve Banks, right? So I started to look into if there was a Federal Reserve Branch. And I saw this online, too. And I actually did the research myself. If you look at the cities, that all happened, right? And I'll give you an example here. So... So which of these locations where their central bank locations have riots? 34 out of the 37 branch locations of the federal banks 
had riots. So let's start in Minneapolis. Okay? We can start at Minneapolis. So let's take all the data of all the buildings that were hurt during the riots. And let's map it, right? And, and online, I saw, I saw this. And we can map where the businesses were and how close they were to the Federal Reserve Bank. And so the first one in Minneapolis, there's a street called, called Lake. There's a Lake Street in Minneapolis. And, and if you map where all the buildings were hurt by the riots, and there's a thing called an opportunity zone. And if you don't know what an opportunity zone is, an opportunity zone is a tax shelter mechanism created in 2018 to help tech billionaires as they sold their stock to avoid capital gains. You can, if you're Jeff Bezos, corrupt Jeff Bezos or whoever, if you were to roll over your proceeds into opportunity gains investments and handle it in a certain way, you can avoid all capital gain taxes. So this is fantastically profitable. Okay, Look it up. If you look into the riots, <laughs> have all the buildings and businesses destroyed along Lake Street in Minneapolis were right at the bottom of the opportunity zone. Okay. So they're in this opportunity zone. This this is not a riot pattern. This is a real estate acquisition plan. Okay? So what does that mean exactly? I have so if you have a thriving series of thriving businesses that are owned by African Americans mostly and Hispanics along Lake Street in the opportunity zone. <laughs> If I first declare them non-essential and shut them down, magic virus. So first I declare them non-essential. Now they're in trouble. They can't operate. <laughs> and then I have riots and burn and damage them. Right? Right? So non-essential and then you go in and burn and loot them. So now their businesses are shut down. They're now hung on their debt their mortgage on their credit cards and now even worse now their building has been damaged and of course the insurance doesn't cover all of it so needless to say this is going to be easier and cheaper for me to if i'm bezos to buy up all these buildings voila done it's called disaster capitalism okay so now we mapped uh, first it was minneapolis and then kenosha portland and other places in Ohio. And and the patterns are the same. All the damages are done in these opportunity zones. Okay? They're all done in these opportunity zones. These are real estate acquisition plans. Th this That's what it is. It's shutting them down and going to buy them up later on. And it's perfectly set up. Why was this thing passed in 2018? It was all set up. In San Francisco, 49%, 49% of the businesses in San Francisco are supposed to go out of business by, <laughs> by the end of the year. You know how much real estate you're going to be able to pick up cheap? It's phenomenal if you're a person like Jeff Bezos, the 1% or the globalist capitalist. And if they sell their tech stocks high, they can pick it up really cheap. This makes the economics of the smart grid and all that stuff I was talking about earlier with the injections and, and the clouds you can put you can you can start you can start building that smart grid around the fed banks in these opportunity zones much cheaper and 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 if that'll be even better if you're planning on coming out with a crypto okay
So, so all right, I digress. But it's not the riots were a real estate acquisition plan, okay? Based on this opportunity zone, based on this pattern. So, Mr. Global is 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 basically just a moniker for a committee that runs the world. All right, I just call him Mr. Global. One of the characteristics of our political system now, it's a mystery. We live on a planet where we don't don't demand how our government system works at all. We don't really demand it. You know, we're we're too distracted, we're too lazy, we're too materialistic, we're worried about the next Gucci bag or the next Benzo or whatever. We're not really asking the important questions. But now Mr. Global is implementing robotics. Um, and that's scary. So, all right, Mr. Global is now going to go into this robot era. The question for Mr. Global is, which is more efficient, robots or humans? If I'm supposed to manage the planet and all the natural resources and harvest it for my benefit and make sure my risk is reduced, how much do I want to use robots and how much do I want to use humans for? Now, the brilliance of hooking up people to this cloud that I was talking about earlier with the crypto system is with AI and software, I can have the humans teach the robots um, and the AI software how to do their jobs. You can teach them via the cloud. And in 2017, um, I think I read this article on a venture capitalist was like, was like we don't even need we won't need humans in the future ha 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 you know laughingly about it we can be completely automated with software and robotics and fire all the humans we don't need them anymore you know that's a that's a real thing that's a real thing so i digress the riot stuff like i said is a real estate acquisition plan for port neighborhoods it's been done before and it's in these opportunity zones right so it's very sad. So we have Mr. Global at the top. The database and software system using artificial intelligence, a very important part of this now, is the satellite satellite systems that's being put up in the orbits on our Earth. Using telecommunication and digital technology, you have the ability to 24-7 to track and monitor both your humans and your robots. And the question for Mr. Global is, what's more efficient? Can I do everything with robots? Then what do I do with the human? In a technocracy, you have two different visions of the world. Our vision of the world is that humans are sovereign individuals whose freedom comes from divine authority. That's what the Bill of Rights was, the Declaration of Dependent Ones, the Constitution, all revolve around this kind of concept. We are sovereign individuals, but given rights by God who is free by divine authority. In the vision of technocracy, a human is a natural resource, like like an oil deposit, and to be used as such. They're not a sovereign individual. They're labor. You're labor. You're either efficient or less efficient than a robot, and you perform different functions. Mr. Global views the human race and a technocracy as livestock, not someone as someone they share empathy with or they don't view them as as the same species you know they're they're t 
tech oligarchs. They're way better than you, supposedly, with their technology. And that that's what the technocracy is. They're going to use these cloud systems. They're going to use these robots. They're going to use their misinformation, their propaganda machines that they own, all to separate culturally, legally, and financially from from the debt slave class. They've broken away and created a different civilization for themselves. They don't think of themselves as part of our civilization anymore. And I say, who's they, who's they, who's Mr. Global? That's the great mystery. Now, why don't we know who these people are who are really controlling stuff and, and, and doing all these things? But like I said, one of the major players, I kind of broke it down already, it's, it's, it's the cloud people who are building the clouds and building the satellites, which is basically the tech people, Amazon, Bezos, Facebook, Twitter. And some propaganda machine people, that's the media. It's the central bankers going to push in the crypto. So, and, 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 the, and as we get into the future, it's about who has the most powerful space program who, that can hook up to these clouds via satellite to, to monitor, to control, to implement their technocracy. So, if you control space... You control the world. And, and, and who controls what and who has what weapons is going to be the next trajectory. You know, as you can see, Trump with the Space Force and all this kind of stuff and the weapons we have up there, space is now the new battleground. You look into it, you know, the satellites, all that stuff. They're building a bunch of satellites and stuff because they're planning on using these satellites. Oh, they're going to use them for all good stuff. Come on, man. Give me a break. So that's part of the competition between America and China right now is the player who has the most dominant position in space has the power to control the whole planet. So the Chinese have the, they have social credit system and they're very much tying their financial transactions into this system and their different abilities to travel, you know, to attach to your behavior. Uh, you're a slave. <laughs> and, and we've seen it. You know, it's actually, look it up. Social credit system in China, it's actually happening. You're talking about a world where in China, where most people under 20, are under 24-7 surveillance. And then, and their financial incentives and financial powers are based on how well-behaved they are. It's It's a slavery system. There's no personal freedoms to a certain extent in a technocracy it's basically moving to the similar system as the chinese social credit system so so if you misbehave you can be punished like literally with your bank they have it all in the cloud they have it you know you'll be able you'll have to get a certain kind of job to make a certain kind of money in the new system You'll have to work for a certain kind of company, achieve a certain kind of prominence to to move more than 10 miles from your house or or to be allowed to fly. You know, you have to peck in order that relates to your freedoms, to travel, to roam, to basically just have freedom or to what kind of certain access you have to resources based on your behavior that they deem acceptable. But remember, you're going into a system where they can believe they can automate system, they can automate everything with AI or software, it can be that much harder to share 
in the benefits of the wealth of the system. How, how, you know, if everything, if all the jobs are doing by robots and stuff, how are you going to get a piece of that pie? In other words, they have a one-way mirror. They can see everything you do, and you can't even say who they are. That is technocracy. It, it's not a beautiful thing to talk about, but it is a real thing we should be aware of. We need to understand what is happening. Is that the majority of people have been... If we're talking about a transhumanist system, in short, slavery system, most of us most of us have been supporting it, financing it, and building it. And that's part of waking up. Why are they building... Why are these techno people... Why are they building a system that their grandchildren will be slaves? Why are the central banks doing it? Why? 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 I, I think the theory is... If they make enough money, they can get a way. They can get a waiver out of this system, right? I can eat organic foods, not the GMOs. You know, I can. I don't have to take vaccines, and I don't have to take the downloading program. And, but if you look at who's implementing these activities, we're building our own slavery system. But that also means we have the power to stop it. We don't have to finance the companies. We don't have to work for these companies who are doing this, like Microsoft, Amazon, you know, and what, we, even our taxes. We don't even have to pay our taxes. They're breaking all the laws of financial stuff. Why are we still paying taxes? But by doing so, we're building our own prisons. We are complacent and complicit explicitly in building our own prison. You know, there, there will be no exceptions. We, we have to stop. So the solution is is to bring transparency to what is happening and for us to wake up and stop building our own prisons by paying taxes, by ordering off Amazon and, 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 and continuing to promote this globalist technocracy that's coming. So with that being said, I just wanted to put this out there into the universe uh, as to where I see where the system's going as to why the magic virus happened and I didn't speak on it for a long time because I really wanted to get a hold on it I'm not going to speak about something I have no idea about what's going on and it's taken me about a year to to really put it together and do a little bit of research and like I said about that real estate acquisition plan of all those riots happening in the central bank opportunity zones. It just makes way too much fucking sense when you start actually putting some logic into your research. It was never about your health. We're in an economic war and we're losing very badly. But the good news is that the more we become awake, the more we communicate, the, the more we can see what's going to happen, we can actually prevent it as well. This was never about the virus it was i don't even know necessarily if it was even about a, l a little bit of it was to remove trump and to put in a china puppet like like biden but now i don't even think it's china necessarily i think like i said it's mr global they're all working together all the all the big countries are ran by mr global whoever mr global is i don't know but all these people are working in tandem so uh social media tech oligarchs like twitter like facebook um you know, pushing out that propaganda. Um, like, and, and you can go back and listen again. It, it, they're all working together, 
building clouds, pushing out propaganda, pushing out vaccines to help their cloud system um, thing. And now this whole cryptocurrency all of a sudden is just all of a sudden just blowing up because their old system is now falling apart and they know that and they're going to push us into this new digital currency, which everyone is so wet on and, and I refuse to comment on it but when i'm looking at it is if everything goes digital like that then in a snap in a finger they can cut you off that's not freedom we're, we're literally going into a slave system if we do that you know ele electronic they say is the future i'm not so sure um because like i said that that perfect example was those people in that capitol building yesterday was them tomorrow is going to be you so with that being said, I think it's I think I rambled along about this. Stay safe guys. Please think about things that I said. Even if I, I know I sound crazy. But this is where we're at. You know, nothing's too crazy for twenty twenty one anymore. This is Geeky Jock in today's podcast.